last week. Quick stories out of Humboldt County, California on Apple, Spotify, major podcast networks, and HumboldtLastWeek.com. Humboldt Last Week. Well, what's going on for episode 164? Arcada's new arcade for grown-ups, spell it with the D, Arcada is now open. A Eureka fast food update, a prostitution sting, cannabis enforcement, adoptable animals, election results so far, an update on that casino hotel in Trinidad, sentencing for the teen who murdered his foster dad, an update from a local doctor battling the state of what she calls harmful opioid prescription tapering mandates and much more. Humboldt last week is free thanks to these amazing locals that's still in Eureka, Humboldt's finest head shop and culture store, and it's open every day. Follow them on Instagram at Still Clubhouse and Still Humboldt. North Coast Journal award-winning in-depth reporting. Keep up with the latest at NorthCoastJournal.com. Photography by Shy, stunning portraits with a Humboldt last week discount. Learn more at PhotographyByShy.com. Trinidad Vacation Rental Luxury Accommodations with Amazing Ocean Views. Book at TrinidadCaliforniaRental.com. North Coast Co-op, your local member-owned full-service natural food store where everyone is welcome. North Coast Co-op in Arcata and Eureka. Brick and Fire Bistro in Eureka, also serving delicious lunches Monday through Friday. The menu entices before we arrive at BrickandFireBistro.com. Bongo Boy Studio, 18 years of pro recording for Humboldt musicians. Check out the high-end equipment at bongoboystudio.com. Humboldt, last week. Let's jump in. In crime news, this teenager convicted of murdering his foster dad in eastern Humboldt a few years ago was sentenced. He got 18 years to life in prison. He's now 19 years old. Back in 2017, Dwayne Gillespie went on a stealing spree before shooting Richard Falk to death that outside the man's home in the Dinsmore area. A report by Rhonda Parker quoted a public defender saying the teen had a terrible upbringing, had expressed remorse for his crimes, and took responsibility by pleading guilty. Richard Falk's family previously told Humboldt last week that the man was an Air Force vet who had fostered dozens of children over the years, and at the time of his death, his days were numbered due to a cancer diagnosis. Very sad for everyone. About this, Humboldt State University professor accused of soliciting intimacy or sex from students. A spokesperson told me they could have an update coming out early this week. Stay tuned at KimKemp.com and NorthCoastJournal.com for that. Well, maybe you heard about this tough story. The sheriff's office said they recently changed a policy and they're going to start euthanizing unadoptable dogs and cats faster. This due to overcrowding at the shelter, things such as that. A lot of people alarmed by the change, but um, one of the best solutions right now, it would seem, would be to adopt and not shop. Utilize the shelters and the rescues, please. You can read more via a report by Ryan Burns. Just an eye-widening crime story here. A guy was wanted for repeatedly stabbing a woman he knew up in Orleans, accused of walking up to her in a parking lot and knifing her. Unverified reports suggested she had a punctured lung, wounds on her arm and neck. Thankfully, she's expected to recover. Um, And so, like I said, this guy was wanted for a bit, but then the cops say they spotted him. He ran from him in his rig. He crashed and then was taken in. Carlisle Blake is his name. He already killed a man in Humboldt in the early 2000s and pleaded murder charges down to manslaughter. And according to a prison newspaper, was a notable baseball player while serving time. But again, uh, this woman he allegedly stabbed is likely going to make it. Thankfully, Carlisle Blake arrested for that. We'll follow that one. 
Eureka cops say they made some arrests after some locals were using the website Skip the Games to pay for sex locally. Detectives apparently posed as Johns via text message, and then when they got to this place near Winco, they say a verbal agreement was made for Hanky Pank. They then arrested a couple of prostitutes who allegedly were also maintaining a drug house. Very sad times for many in the Victorian village last week. A 36-year-old Ferndale native, Michael Dolfini, was killed by a tornado in the Nashville area. His girlfriend also killed as they were leaving the bar that Michael worked at. The comment section on this story at KimKemp.com also has a link to a GoFundMe for helping their families with funeral and hospital and other costs. Talking cannabis enforcement in Humboldt, that's a hot topic. This report by Shomik Mukherjee says the county is getting a creativity award for their satellite tech to bust illegal grows, which allowed them to increase enforcement by 700% last year, they say. The county continues to say they're mostly targeting big illegal grows harming the environment. The millions in fines they've made following abatement notices has been going to infrastructure and after a lawsuit, watershed protection. And speaking of lawsuits, you probably also heard about the recent news. A judge recently ruling the county improperly adjusted commercial cannabis taxes in 2017 without the approval of voters. But again, cannabis enforcement, getting this award, you can read more via redwoodtimes.com and comment on that. This hotel project at the casino in Trinidad is moving forward. They're planning a big five-story resort there by the ocean. And in recent news, the Federal Bureau of Indian Affairs, or BIA, found the 100-room hotel would have, quote, no significant impact on the surrounding environment. Sticking point here, though, is the hotel's water source, which the BIA seems to believe the casino will be fine using the city's water or nearby groundwater wells. But that doesn't seem to be enough proof for project critics, though, and maybe not enough proof for the Coastal Commission, who okayed the hotel so long as the water source was legit. They say they haven't seen anything about the water source yet. Guess we'll follow that. Good report on that hotel project at the casino in Trinidad at redwoodtimes.com. Taking a look at the local election, they're still counting votes, but it looks like for Humboldt County Supervisor, the baseball sign incumbent Rex Bone got another term, defeated radio professional Cliff Berkowitz in the first district. In the second district, it is possible that incumbent Estelle Fennell will face Michelle Bushnell in a runoff election in November. But again, uh, a lot of votes left to be counted. It is possible that Estelle will get over the 50% required to not have that runoff. We'll keep a close eye on it with around 16,000 votes left to be counted. And wow, did you see how low voter turnout was? 37% of registered voters. Ah, coronavirus in Humboldt. COVID-19, the Rotten Tomatoes certified rotten sequel to COVID-18. And I think we could all agree it's not good, but it's maybe not as bad as some media outlets portray. There's got to be a middle ground, right? One thing is, before all this, I washed my hands many times a day. Now... I wash my hands many times a day. Uh, And you listened to Humboldt last week, so you're right there with me, right? Anyway, thanks for doing the good hygiene stuff among the rocky coast and redwoods, y'all. Well, Humboldt Bay Fire has this sweet pupper, a dog that recently had surgery and is now returning to fight fires cancer-free. John Ross Ferrara pointed to a GoFundMe page showing Marshall from Paw Patrol, I mean Callie, Name's Callie, saw Humboldt donating more than seven and a half K to help her. That's awesome. That's what's causing her tail to wag right now. Hey, I made up this joke with my daughter the other day. What section of the clothing store do dogs usually work at? Pants. 
Here's the Humboldt Shot movie of the week, An Evening with Beverly Luff Lynn from 2018, a wacky comedy starring Aubrey Plaza, Emile Hirsch, Jermaine Clement, Matt Berry, and former Humboldt last week guest Craig Robinson. Now, despite mixed reviews, the LA Times said it was a rather sweet and tender story about love lost and found in the unlikeliest of places. Humboldt filming locations for An Evening with Beverly Luff Lynn include the Eureka Inn, Bob's Footlongs in Fortuna, the Vong Shang Market in Eureka, and Gas for Less in Arcata. Fast food coming along Broadway in Eureka, where In-N-Out and Chipotle are about to open. Mod Pizza is also going in there. I don't really feel like advertising for them too much, but if you want to learn more about them, they told reporter Ruth Schneider they're opening on 420, dude. Paraphrasing. Opening date is April 20th, though. I don't think it's going to be a place where you're going to be able to add that extra oregano. Wink, wink. Arcada with a D. The notion is sometimes adults need a playground as well. Arcada California's Arcade for Grownups is now open. So we have three pinball machines. We have 12 arcade games. We have trivia for free that you can play all day long. You can play from your phone, get your name up on the screen, which is pretty fun. We have a little retro Nintendo player that you can uh, play Nintendo games, Super Nintendo games, all for free while drinking a beer, which is pretty fun. You eat and drink and have fun here. That is that is what you do here. That is Kristen Thompson, who co-founded Arcada, along with Amber Saba. So about those bites and beverages, can we say bites with a Y and beverages? Right now, they're offering alcoholic and non-alcoholic slushies with a planned rotation and flavors, along with beer, wine, tater tots, pub fries, quesadillas, sloppy joes, jalapeno poppers, nachos with homemade cheese sauce, pulled pork, green chili, and the option to customize dishes such as french fries with cheese sauce and bacon. Sounds tasty. The games sound fun. So what inspired them to get this going? This is what we do when we go out of town. We search arcades out from Dave and Buster's to the independent arcades, amusement parks, anything like that, just to have a good time. Kristen says when we go to Arcada, we should bring cash and quarters as they currently have no ATMs or debit card readers. Things have been good since they opened on February 26th. We really didn't announce too fully that we were open, so I think we're starting to gain that traction now. And things got so busy there last Friday that they had to hold some people back when there were like 70 people in there. We do have a door person as well, so everybody should be ready with their IDs. But, um, you know, I know some people are upset that kids are not allowed, but... Sometimes adults need a playground as well. Kristen and Amber also own Slice of Humboldt Pie in Arcata, which they said will remain the sole distribution center for pie. Maybe we'll be able to get some fillings, though, at Arcata. Hey, well, maybe you remember that the state of California has accused Arcata doctor Connie Bash of overprescribing opioids. That she's garnered a lot of community support out there in her years-long battle with the medical board to keep her license, all at the same time continuing to treat around 1,400 patients. So her overprescribing case involves five patients who Connie says were never even remotely harmed by her tapering schedule. In the words of Connie from a previous interview, as read by Shai, Those five patients were stable. They were on ridiculously high doses, but they have been for years from other prescribers. I feel worried that the medical profession in California is making an error regarding tapering policies that I think many of us are seeing as harmful but are afraid to speak up. We are so intimidated by authority. The California standard hasn't caught up with what they've realized at the national level, that forcing tapers on legacy patients is not a constructive intervention. It should be individualized. 
I believe you have to persuade people to taper and then they do well. Words there from Arcata doctor Connie Bash during my interview with her last summer. Now, in an update just now, I was talking to her and she said the state offered her probation in exchange for an admission of guilt, which she declined. She couldn't do that. She couldn't sign that. And her hearing will be this fall. She says she doesn't have the estimated $150,000 to spend on defense funds and will likely lose her case this fall because she's going to be defending herself without a lawyer. I've learned that if you are willing to spend enough money, you can continue to practice medicine no matter what you're doing, which explains our colleague in McKinleyville who was on probation twice. On the contrary, if you are caring for low-income patients and are low-income yourself, the options are much less, which is pretty standard for this justice system in our country. The feds seem to disagree with California here on this case. How about this acknowledgement from the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, last year? No standard opioid tapering schedule exists that is suitable for all patients. Words from the FDA there. Now, Bash says she equates some of these, quote, appearances policies impacting opioids to those impacting COVID-19. Our government is focused on the look good, that is appearance over substance. They are able to claim low numbers of COVID-19 infection by refusing to test most of the people who likely have it. We have been arguing with public health for the last two weeks about testing various patients who have been on airplanes, but not from the limited numbers of countries that were on the original list. Even though some of them have worked in sensitive situations such as schools, or as healthcare providers, so in essence, they are able to claim low numbers of infection while putting more people at risk and likely leading to more mortality. To me, this seems similar to the doing something about the opioid crisis that results in stable pain patients being converted to unstable heroin users, being relegated to unrelieved pain, or committing suicide. It looks like the number of prescriptions have gone down, despite the death rate and overall misery rate going up. You can read more about Dr. Bash in the Full Circle Center for Integrative Medicine via their website. I posted a link at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Hey, thanks to our partners for making Humboldt Last Week possible. Bongo Boy Studio in McKinleyville, the North Coast Co-op in Arcata and Eureka, the North Coast Journal, Photography by Shy, TrinidadCaliforniaRental.com, Brick and Fire Bistro in Eureka, and Still Head Shop and Culture Store in Eureka. Links to all of them at HumboldtLastWeek.com. But also find curated music playlists at HumboldtLastWeek.com featuring fresh finds from the Airborne Toxic event. Gorillas, Glass Animals, The Strokes, and Pearl Jam. High quality music, no static, no ads with Spotify Premium, hundreds of songs. And again, you can check that all out at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Just click on music. Thanks to Redheaded Black Belt, North Coast Journal, and 99.1 FM for supporting Humboldt Last Week. My name is Miles Cochran. I'm a journalist and radio host. Long covered this community. I hope you have a great week. Talk to you again soon. Bye. Humboldt Last Week.